previously on Real Garbage. But that's where you get that deep, yeah, yeah, rises to the top. And now coming up on this episode of Real Garbage. The black FBI guy, do you know who that guy is? He is the guy from Terminator yeah. 2. Dyson. Miles Dyson. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that, is that the death, is him, that yeah. his death scene? Yeah. Yeah. What is a mouse going to do with a bunch of teeth? <clears throat> Make a suit out of it. What's a fairy going to do with it? <laughs> wondering, is this the point where you bring out a box? Of uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean yes, to Yes, Jeff. Up. Really? Uh, really? No. You guys, these two are two of my favorite people. This time I'm joined by Nash Park and Darren Miller. They are two-thirds of the hosts of the Ill Informers podcast. You can find that on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcast. You don't want to miss this episode. We dive into the movie Paycheck with Ben Affleck. It is hilarious. And we get right into it after a quick word from our fake sponsors. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, throw up a like, set notifications to get new podcasts every Sunday right here on The Real Garbage Podcast. Do you need your memory wiped? Have you committed a horrible atrocity? Do you want to watch The Sixth Sense again and not realize that Bruce Willis was a ghost? Memory be gone from Nexium. No longer have those repressed Childhood traumas float to the surface. Scratch them out for good with Nexium. Memory be gone. Tired of your boring old teeth? Then you need Thompson's horse teeth. The only teeth strong enough to eat other teeth. Thompson's horse teeth are strong enough to chew through rocks, bones, horseshoes, kettlebells, ceramic mugs and plates, wood, and even human skulls. Thompson's horse teeth. There's nothing stronger, and that's the truth that can chew through other teeth. Darren, do you suffer from uh, sleep anxiety? I do. You do? That's that's great because we got the whole solution. Do you do you do you wake frequently during the night in sheer terror of your own de- approaching death? That's me. Well, think well, well, well. Terror no more. Introducing the sleep buddy. This is a is a self contained box that you can put in your bedroom, and we will monitor your sleeping remotely. With our sophisticated one-way camera. That sounds amazing. It is amazing, Darren. I'm so glad you asked. How much does it cost? (laughs) This is what happens when you don't prepare. The Sleep Buddy, (laughs) we will monitor you from our headquarters in Texas, Arizona. Those are two states. (laughs) I feel like Eminem in the first half of 8 Mile. Just trying to get there. (laughs) Just choking. I puked four times in the bathroom before this started. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> the sleep buddy will watch you sleep so you don't have to. I'm so mad with myself. Where can I get one of these, Nash? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were no, still- yes, <laughs> and you can get it on the internet. Do you have Amazon? I do. Great, you can get it there. Is my enthusiasm selling this enough? Yes. It's great. <laughs> I've learned a valuable lesson here today. What's that? Uh, just prepare more. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. You did a great job. Thanks. Gentlemen, welcome to Real Garbage, number 14,000 on the charts and number seven in your hearts. I'm joined by two-thirds of the Ill Informers podcast, Nash Park and Darren Miller. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. Thanks, Jeff. Yes. 
I wanted it to be a person standing there, like we'll hire somebody. And then I thought maybe the well, so you said sleep buddy. I was assuming it was just be somebody that just shows up at your door at bedtime and crawls into bed with you, but just doesn't touch you. Yeah, don't touch, <laughs> don't touch the sleep buddy. You can get okay. the, the no touch oh, or the touch <laughs> models. Oh, you got to pay an extra buddy. It'll cost you a bit. <laughs> That's the extra buddy. You can get one of those down at Craig Flower. Oh, just walking along the street. Do you guys ever do you write, like write down stuff when you're going to bed? Like if you think of something funny. Roll over to your phone and punch yeah. it in sleepily or talk into it. I thought for some reason, like that tooth thing came from the idea of telling kids that the tooth fairy is real, but it's like an angel that was cast out of hell down or cast oh. out of heaven to hell, but the, they didn't like him in hell either. So, like, get up on earth. And he has, he's been, you know, just given the job of stealing kids' teeth. So, it's like a real paradise lost kind <laughs> of fallen. <laughs> Fallen Angel. I like that idea better than the Tooth Fairy. I like mm-hmm. like tie it into Christian mythology and and just make him like he looks really homely, like almost homeless. He comes in. If you caught him at night, you'd just scare the hell out of hell out of the, the children. Do you know that, what the origin of the Tooth Fairy is? I think the Bible. It sounds like, the, uh, yeah, the Bible. <laughs> it's a fallen angel, right? Yes. It does sound that's like just, a graphic just, novel. That, well, that's just maybe it could be. Maybe it should be. This is the new Vin Diesel movie. <laughs> Fast you, and Furious yeah. 11, the tooth. No, the tooth fairy. Yeah, he did, he did a tooth fairy, didn't he? <laughs> yes. That's why that's that was in my a tooth fairy That two was Vin Diesel. Or four. They have uh, two of them. teeth mice in Mexico. Because my kids, we were in Mexico, and one of my kids lost their teeth, and my in-laws are down there, and they said, oh, we don't have the tooth fairy here, but we have uh, the tooth mouse. Tooth mouse. Yeah. Same job as the tooth fairy, but just what's, what's, a mouse as opposed to a, a spiritual being from heaven. What is a mouse going to do with a bunch of teeth? <clears throat> Make a suit out of it. What's a fairy going to do with it? <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's that's the follow-up question, right? Is what the fairy doing with teeth? Something rich, A ritual of some sort, maybe? You know, if you get enough baby teeth together, you can summon some sort of tooth demon. Maybe. You know what would be cute? If they use the teeth to make new baby teeth. You know, once they collect a full mouthful of teeth, they can put it into... This is and, like some fucked up... recycle it? Oh, whoa, whoa. This Wait. is like some weird, uh, like, like small like again, Christian church, like independent Christian church. Baby dentures, <laughs> man. Philosophy. Baby dentures. You give them the teeth before their teeth start to grow in so they can chew in the first couple months mm. before they start teething. And you can remove each one as the new right. teeth come in. I feel like that's one of those things that was designed for one purpose and then just pervs... Uh, Start, what? start buying it. <laughs> what did, did baby denture teeth? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a baby's skull? Uh, because you have your adult teeth <laughs> in no, there. No, Darren, I have not seen a baby's skull. <laughs> but have you? Have you? I have seen a, the internet. I mean, not. Yeah, that's what he's Googling. It's a casual <laughs> Google. Yeah. Baby skulls. But if you look at it, all you have all the adult teeth are there present and in place mm-hmm. underneath the baby teeth. So oh. it looks really. Post it in the show notes, Jeff. I'll send you a picture after once I find a baby. He's got one printed out. Skin off. He's got one printed out in his pocket. <laughs> That's right. He's gonna. It looks just Here you like. Go. This is what I imagine. It's just a it picture of like. Darren with a baby skull. <laughs> I could see that. That would be. Polaroid. If, I never would have thought of that for one. But yeah, it makes sense that those teeth are there because where else are they going to come from? Our body mm-hmm. doesn't create teeth after we're born, mm. or does it? Oh, I've but, seen you can. There's ha- people with who have had tumors that have had. They found teeth and hair in the tumor. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, which is get, pretty cool. Do you get to keep? Well, you wouldn't want to keep the hair, but could you keep your tumor teeth? Why not the hair? 
It's not a tumor. What if? What if? What if your tumor? Like, it's there's hair and teeth in a tumor. So, what if it grew into like another yeah. version? And, of and then moved to Sydney. Got you, you fucker. <laughs> Shit. That was cold. Wow. Nash one, Darren zero. I'm sorry. I almost said it a little while ago and then didn't announce. But it would be. Like, I'm glad you. I'm glad you didn't censor yourself, you piece of shit. <laughs> Imagine if <laughs> that's what tumors became, though. Like it wasn't something cancerous that killed you. It's just like, oh no, I got a tumor, and then like a year later, you had an exact replica of yourself. Like if cancer didn't kill you and you lived for another hundred years, it would grow into another creature. Mm-hmm. Not, no, not a hundred years. Like you. a year or two. So you you got to spend an awkward year with an arm growing out of your arm and then a head coming out of your back, and you sort of birth it out of the back of your shoulder. That's a yeah. good, that sounds like a good movie where Damn. they kind of keep this oh. cancer patient alive until the tumor like grows and separates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cancer actually is uh, it clones. That, that's what it maybe, is in this movie. Cancer maybe. is clones. Oh, I got cancer. Oh, he's gonna have a clone. What's it gonna uh, be? Oh, it's gonna be exciting. <gasps> and then and at the end of the movie, ba- would you have a clone cancer cancer clone shower? <laughs> <laughs> a, a cancer reveal party? Yeah. No. And this then is the, this is the twist. Sydney Rec Center? This is, this, <laughs> this is the twist. Somebody gives, uh, they, they have a clone, but it's like the opposite sex, but it's still them. And it's oh. like, oh, no, that's the sequel. No, then the end, we find I out l- that really, we're the cancer. That's... <laughs> 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 this is good. Who's taking Whoa. notes? Is someone taking notes? It's all recorded. Okay, we're we're good. I'll, I'll separate this stuff. Yeah, that feels like uh, there is a movie called how to get ahead in advertising and the guy starts off with a pimple on his on his shoulder and it grows into an extra head that eventually subsumes and takes over his actual head. What does it eat his other head? I, I think it just yeah. I maybe he pops the other head and I don't know. It just oozes out and deflates. Yeah. Do you ever see Split? That movie Split? Yes. No. With Adrian Brody. They make a genetic creature mm-hmm. spoilers that he eventually fucks. That he fucks? Yeah. Split? Like the one with like 32 Splice. different personalities? Splice. Splice, yeah. Sorry, right. yeah. Whoa, I'm like, that was the dude from X-Men. Yeah. The new Splice. X-Men. Is Sorry. Michael Madsen in that too? In Splice? Yeah. It's Adrian Brody. Seems like the kind of movie he'd be in. Yeah. So I, I, I feel so, like I might have seen that. So what do they do? So they grow? They, a, they make this like clone genetic like superhuman with like a tail. It's like a creature, but then there's this point where they're fighting or wrestling and then they like make eye contact and you go, no. <laughs> no, and then they start kissing, and then they just fuck on the floor, and you're like, no. But the weird. But the clone. But the clone or the weird splice animal is pretty hot, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I could Fun. suspend my disbelief for a yeah. little bit. It's not. Splice, it's eh? not that much of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I just good. didn't want to admit it because I didn't want to face what that meant about myself. <laughs> mm, hot ready. splice alien animal. Hey man, it's like, it's like I was a little hesitant to watch Brokeback Mountain at first. Yeah, because I wasn't ready to face what what door would they're, be opened. They're yeah. so intense in that movie. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. It's I true, just watched it recently passion. for the first time. You watched what? Brokeback Mountain for the first time. Yeah, yeah. This year, yeah, it was it was a great film. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great film. Good movie. Those poor, like that poor. Was it was it Heath that was kind of that was the one that was resistant. No, or was it Gyllenhaal? Yes, no. Heath yeah, Heath Ledger had a wife. That's yeah. that's right. And Jake, well, Jake Gyllenhaal had a wife too, but he was much more down with the fucking like he didn't really. Whereas I, th- I think Heath Ledger was a little bit more conflicted, and Heath Ledger was also he was like the the chick in it because <laughs> he was just he was super in love with um with Gyllenhaal, but Gyllenhaal was just like a player, like he was blowing dudes and rest drops and didn't care. And Heath Ledger's like, "What do you? I'm, I love you, man." Like. 
<laughs> looked right at me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Yeah, it was a good movie. I haven't I haven't watched it twenty times. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Real Garbage. We're reviewing <laughs> Brokeback Mountain today. I just realized it looks like I never left because I'm I think I'm wearing the same outfit yeah. you are, that I wore. You, Your you, continuity. You, yes. <laughs> You've always been here. <laughs> Nash Nash died eight years ago. Yeah. That was the I read um a little bit of the trivia for this movie we're gonna do, and they actually said that John Wu wanted to do this like a Alfred Hitchcock style movie, very suspenseful and slow and drawn out. Mm-hmm. But he said the script didn't lend itself to that. I'm like, well, you could what? have rewritten a little bit of the script. Yeah. Isn't John Wu, uh, he's the director, so you can basically call the shots. You can just, or you'd be like Francis Ford Coppola, just be writing the dialogue the day before you shoot well, kind the, of shit, right? Like, It seemed like some of the stuff in here was, because it wasn't like the best written movie ever. But I don't know, do you guys want to dive into this? We're talking about uh, Paycheck? Yeah, I disagree. I feel this movie was tight. This might be the tightest movie I've ever seen. It, I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. No fat on this movie. Mm. Setups. This is a great lesson in setups and payoffs. All okay. movies are setups and payoffs. Everything that's been set up, everything in this movie, everything, locations, items, characters, everything is a setup, and then mm-hmm. everything gets paid off. Go ahead, Darren. Poke a hole. <laughs> Poke a hole. It uh I agree with you on some of that. I thought it was a very like uh good movie and there's uh motifs, themes that present themselves that are like carried out and put through the movie which is very good, but I don't which I think might be a John Woo thing, so I want to go back and watch some of his other stuff, but I don't like the way it's filmed. I think in some ways, like I, the, I'm on the same the, page as you. The fight scenes are are too tight, too enclosed. You I, there's something about it aesthetically with that that I that I don't really like. But I agree with you, like structurally, super sound put together well, but aesthetically, there's something off. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page. Jeff as and you. I are right. I, I did feel like there was an overuse of close-ups, shaky cam, a lot of movement. <laughs> don't look at me like that. It wasn't. It, it was a cool. It was like yeah, great, great story. Composition wise, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. But it didn't like like Darren said. It didn't. The story didn't lend itself to that style of cinematography. Mm-hmm. It just. It could have been like that Alfred Hitchcock style with this story. I think it would have worked better. What do you? How, do you know a lot of John, John Woo? Woo? Like I've, I know his face off and stuff, but I don't know a lot of his. I um, looked through his catalog. There's a lot of it I haven't seen. I, I've seen Face Off, and he also did Hard Target with Jean Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. which. If you've seen that, it's an overuse of slow motion, yeah, and really, but but it was more drawn out and less frantic, mm-hmm. so it was actually actually pretty good. Defend so Hard Target, Van Nash. I haven't seen yeah, Hard Target. Oh, okay. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that um, classic Van Damme. But I, I don't... should. I, I I've, I've rented Hard Boiled about four times, and I kept falling asleep at the time. It was the last. I just kept putting it off because I kind of watched it, and then I, I always just kept falling asleep. Because there are those ones, like there's The Killer, Hard Boiled, um, A Better, what is it? Better Tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. some of his um, Hong Kong cinema stuff where I'm like, what What brought him like to Hollywood? Like when did Hollywood go, oh, we wouldn't need that guy to come over? And I sort of want to see the films that he did that got that attention. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Hard Boiled is like the main one. Right? Yeah. Oh, and a lot of those uh, movies on that list have some pretty decent ratings, like, uh, oh, so yeah. like sixes and sevens and eights. And like there's not a lot of low scoring movies that he's done. And he definitely has like I, there's always the signature white doves in yeah. most of his movies, and in this, I made a note where I saw it because there was one. Yeah, there's some. There was and one it's out of nowhere. Did it's it completely Blade unnecessary. Runner? 
<laughs> One I wonder if that was dove. a studio move. You should put a dove in there. Well, he, oh, it's weird because it's it's computer generated <laughs> dove, which he's never used before. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah. do you think that and it was put in after? Like they're like, that's great, thanks, John. The film looks great. Get a fucking yeah, dove in no, there. No. We, we need something the for dove. <laughs> we need something for the trailer. <laughs> that's right. <gasps> yeah. Because there's also the, um, which I didn't realize he's the guy for the Mexican standoff. I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. Um, but that's his signature mm-hmm. thing. And he wasn't going to do it for this film, but Ben Affleck begged him. He's like, that's him. why I'm in this. That's why I signed on yeah. to this movie. Yeah. I want to fucking Mexican And there's, Mexican like, there's like eight in there. <laughs> you, you're telling me there's no white doves? There's no Mexican standoffs? This is bullshit. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to grow, Ben. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Good, well, hunted. You listen to what I fucking say. <laughs> do what you're good at. Um, do one of you guys want to try and explain to the listeners and viewers what Paycheck is about? Paycheck actually has a special place in my heart because when I grew up, I grew up at, way outside of town with no internet. So before I had a car, I would go to the movie store after school, and there was a bin of $5 movies, mm-hmm. and I bought like 10 of them, and one of them was Paycheck. So it was in my rotation of I'm bored alone at my house. What scene did you usually jerk off to? <laughs> I bet it was the Giamatti scenes. <laughs> I had a different movie for that. <laughs> I can tell you it wasn't Uma Thurman from Tombstone. And her midriff? This 2003 peak midriff midriff? Ooh, she'd been doing crunches. She was yeah. fit. I, I, I don't think she was doing anything. I think she was just waiting yeah. until she was looked, Done the, looked the way the executives want, <laughs> and then they gave her a cracker. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Okay, so Paycheck. This is another Philip K. Dick. Uh, novel, right? Yeah, I don't know. Or novella. I'm not sure. I clearly did not go to any post-secondary studies. Uh, one, of, one of his books or whatever. Okay, so, you... okay so Ben Affleck <laughs> plays Mike... Uh, Simmons, Michael, no, Murphy, uh, Swanson, no, Samson, no, um, it's Simmons, isn't it? Kenny, no, uh, mm, Jennings, on, no. Jennings, yes. ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did somebody yeah. say Jennings? No, no, you did. Michael Jennings. Jennings. So he is a engineer, and he specializes in reverse engineering technology, um, and then recreating it, usually improving on it. So this is like a weird mm-hmm. corporate non-espionage espionage. Well, he'll buy a product from a store and then. And then produce something that'll come out three years too late. <laughs> Can you imagine if you went and bought an iPhone and we're like, let's reverse engineer this? And then you released your iPhone and it's like the iPhone 10 comes out. You're like, oh. Damn it. Get me one of those. Give me one of those. <laughs> Listen, spent all the money for three more years. We spent all the money building this phone. We can't buy the new one. Uh, okay, so he specializes, but the, the thing is, instead of signing a legal document to allow him not to share anything or learn anything during the process, he gets his memory wiped, so he reverse engineers something, makes it better, then presents it, and then the company, as uh, insurance, uh, erases his memory. And then, yeah, so that's what he does for a living. So this one, his friend's got a big job. He's going to race three years, which is unheard of. He's only gone eight months or something. That's like the longest eight, ever. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks. And then, uh, so he does it, and then he wakes up, uh, and he and he has a he has a packet of items that get sent to him. When he goes in, he has to put in all his personal items, like a sunglasses, watch, like he's going into prison. And then when he gets out, he gets uh, the packet back, and it's all this weird, random shit he doesn't remember. He's like, why did I do this? And he's like, give me my paycheck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, but you you forfeited all your money. And he's like, what? Why would I do that? 
uh, that's I wouldn't do that. And then basically, it turns out that he was working on a on, a, on an instrument that he could see into the future. So he saw the future, and then he planted all these items to help him escape. Why did he want to do this? Because he needs to destroy the machine. Because he found that if he the built the machine was built, it would cause a war and end the world. Mm-hmm. So instead of destroying the machine immediately upon finding this out with a hammer or <laughs> with his fists or with a cup of water, <laughs> just, he then does this huge elaborate scheme to, to leave the building and then come back to the building and destroy the machine. That was great. In a nutshell. But it's John Woo. <laughs> very tight, very tight movie. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderfully made film, if I do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will say myself. I just I felt there was one glaring error because he's not really why are they wiping his memory? Like I, I understood, but I was like, he's so morally wishy-washy. You can't trust everybody though. Like seriously, if this guy's doing this, think about it, it's not just one I assume it's not just one company doing mm-hmm. it. It's numerous companies. That just goes to the highest bidder, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just know. ARC. But if it's other companies, then he has to be clear-minded going into the next. If they're like, hey, we want you to make a, a phone that's going to beat their phone. But you're you like, I just work for them. Yeah. I just yeah. I just built the world's greatest phone, but I can't remember how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I could probably do that for <laughs> but you. I only have like, basically, it's like, it's like hiring somebody right out of school. <laughs> and they just, they can't learn anything yeah. past. There's got to be some long-term side effects of this, I would assume. Well, that and it's funny because like Philip K. Dick, which I don't, I uh, haven't read a ton of his, but he deals with memory, and then even Next was like that as well, like a lot of dystopian kind of you know dealing with consequences of actions and what is reality and what is what is not reality. Can you change it? Can you alter it? And uh, I feel like there's more there, but I'm not smart <laughs> enough to articulate. I'm picking up what you're throwing <laughs> down. This was very similar to the idea in like to- in Total Recall, though. Where he gets his brain, his memory wiped, or it's like mm-hmm. he uncovers new memories, and it's like, oh, he has to find well, these clues yeah. and figure out how to get to Mars. Well, that is where he they sell vacation memories. That's the whole thing with re- Total Recall. Mm. So it's like you can go on vacation, or you can just buy the memories of the vacation. That's right. So the real that, question is, so crazy. So would you would you do it? If if you can remember, it's like oh, I just went to Vegas. I, you know, I, I get all these memories of going to Vegas because it's as authentic as having the experience. What's the difference? Got, yeah. What's the difference? But you, but you can buy, just buy the memories for five hundred bucks, or you can spend like ten thousand dollars, and you're like, mm, I can only get them. It's, it's a beautiful question. My question is: Is would you fuck Ben Affleck if you could? If you knew your <laughs> yeah. memory is going to get wiped, depends on how much it's going to cost me. <clears throat> Matt Damon, I'll just I'll throw it out for. I don't. Do we know why? I never. I. I've always liked Ben Affleck. I think watching mm-hmm. this, I realized. But I no. But he really gets a lot of shit, and I don't really fully understand. I think I have hints of it rewatching it with this with a bit of a sober mind today. But I can you can you please articulate? And you can't just say because he sucks because I feel like he's no. getting the Nickelback treatment a little bit. But who? Well, I, my question is who who is riding whose coattails? Is it Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? Like who? According to Family Guy, it's it's Ben Affleck riding Matt Damon's coattails because there's that one joke, that one scene where he goes, he's sitting on the couch and he's like, "Oh, I have to be uh, Richard the Third mm-hmm. in five minutes." He's like, oh, "Hello, hello, hello, hello!" Nailed it and just walked <laughs> out, and that's it. Huh, there, finished. Goodwill Hunting by Matt Damon. Hey, uh, you think we could put both our names on that? What? 
You've done nothing but eat briars and smoke pot for the last six months. Oh, that's ridiculous. Come on, I, I helped. Oh, yeah? Okay, uh, write a line. Just, just right now. Just pitch me a line right now. Okay. How about that? That wasn't a line. You just farted. Is there any more pot? I did see an interview where Matt specifically said that they did work on it together, that they would improv a lot of the scenes and then write it. I have a feeling, though, <laughs> that Damon definitely was like the guy with the car, so that he was the one, <laughs> or the guy with the laptop. So he was able so, to get them food when they were hungry, and Ben wasn't thinking about it. He was the only one who could type. But they both had careers prior to that. Like, they were both kind of locked in and doing the Hollywood Hollywood thing. But I do... There's someone who's actually like, I think his dating J Lo was his downfall. Like oh, that was yeah, it. That that, that killed him. People mm. hated him for I that. Forgot about that because he's a great How actor. Did you forget about that? He's, I forgot about it too. Actually, I, <laughs> that was the first was couple wiped, name, right? It was wiped from my memory. <laughs> I got paycheck. <laughs> um, no, he was. He's a great actor though. Like think about Armageddon. Think about Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the town. Have you seen that and one? And he directed the town too. Was, yeah, man, he's he's yeah. great. He's really talented. So I, I I don't rip on him like this. This movie. This was earlier in his career, and there was a lot of like, like back to the close ups of this movie. There was a lot of shots of him just doing that. But his skin looked great. He looked great. He did <laughs> yeah. look good. Not arguing that. It's tight. Yeah, tight. It's, it's like skin. it's like he's got it's like, like four like fucking. You know, zip ties holding the right, same like four back. small people standing on his shoulders. He can't get his hair back. It's well hydrated. I think, I think he doesn't have a, I, my feeling watching this is that he doesn't have, he's a big guy. I think he's like 6'2. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. He's very big and he's also like barely, in, he's like always one pound away from being really fat. He's like on that cusp. Yeah. Uh, he gets a lot of drinking bloat. Too. Not the not the, not in the Batman days though. Now no. he's Batman in the, re- in the reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so I think so. He's not, but he's not. So he's an opposing figure, uh, but he's not charming enough to make it. So people think he's a douche. I think, but he's not charming enough to to dissuade that. I feel like Vince Vaughn is also very tall, similar mm-hmm. body type. But Vince Vaughn is very charming, mm-hmm. and he can kind of diffuse his physical douche right. with. Uh, so is Damon much more petite then? Do you think he's no Damon? I think he's like six or six one two. Yeah. He's not a small guy, or maybe, maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe the camera just makes him look like he's got. Tell he's five I think he's four. shorter. I don't know. Shorter than Tom Cruise, maybe. But I, I was picturing like I think Damon would have been a lot better in this movie. Well, he was up for the role, mm-hmm. but he turned it down because he was too much like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. You know what I think though? I think everybody loves Ben Affleck now since the pandemic started and he, he's been uh, photos like uh, photographed with all the Dunkin' Donuts stuff. Just that what? you've not I seen didn't, the, I didn't hear any of this. Ben Affleck runs on Dunkin', man. Like there's pictures of him <laughs> spilling Dunkin' Donuts on the, like on, because there's always paparazzi outside his place. So this picture of him just looking like <laughs> angry, picking it back up. He's always holding it. He just looks fucking run down and disheveled. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm going to throw him up during this but he has been through the ringer, like he is one of those guys, sort of like a, a Matt Perry kind of, you know, experienced all that success, but really his personal life is a complete fucking shit show. By the I think, of right? photos, it kind of it looks like it. <laughs> if you took a picture of me every time I ate a donut, you'd be like, let's start a GoFundMe. Cover this guy needs sprinkles. Like just sad. I think anytime you're not buying a donut. I never buy a donut in celebration. <laughs> oh, it's always when I'm in a depressed state. Give me coffee and give me one of those. Maybe two of them. Yeah. I'm eating my feelings. I'm having a friend over. <laughs> have you have you ever have you guys ever had Krispy Kreme donuts from the States? They, 
we were just talking about this the other day at my work because they do fundraisers in town mm-hmm. and they fly them in. I guess I don't That's, know what they yeah, do because really? they're because they're they're frozen. You actually keep them in the freezer or the fridge. Or they, they are kept frozen. My my is boss's wife gave me you, some. Oh my god! They're good. I was I, wondering, is this the point where you bring out a box? Of I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean. Yes, to get hopes Jeff. Up. Really? Uh, really? No. no. <laughs> this <laughs> she, is gonna be great. She gave me a box, and she's like, "Don't eat them all." And just jokingly, there was I think there's like 20 in a box. Yeah. I think I ate 14 of them that Fuck. night. You know the genius part stop. about them is, is that they're the perfect. The the perfect in between. They're not Timbit size mm-hmm. where you have one or two and then you're good. They're like this medium. They're mm. like this big, so they're not like gross big where you eat them and you're like, oh, I'm a fat, I'm a fat pig. <laughs> you're like, oh, I could have one. You're like, oh, I could s- have fourteen <laughs> tiny donuts. I think it's strategic. I have a high metabolism. I think it's. Uh, I have had them, but I don't. Just like the fundraisers, like you said, I didn't realize they flew them in. I thought there was a must have been a mystery Krispy Kreme around here somewhere. Mm-mm. But we have had the. Uh, I think Tim Hortons is the best. Like I've had the voodoo donuts down in Portland. Everyone's like, these are insane. You have to try them. And you're like, eh, I like Tim Hortons. I had a, a family member bring me back one of the cock ones. Have you seen those? No. It's like a cock shaped donut with balls and a shaft. And then they fill the shaft with cream. You had me at cock. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. I was thinking chickens for a second. I'm like, hey, where's this going? Yeah. You're like, donut? What's a donut for? So this movie starts off. I eat the whole Wait. thing. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't just he, just he, didn't even chew. So he ate it like a duck. Yeah. <laughs> I ate it like a donut. Ate or it like a... Sasha Gray. Who's it Sasha inter- Gray? Oh come on. Just bro. kidding. Yeah. So we start off. We get introduced to Ben Affleck. He's working on this this new computer monitor for two months. So it's the this, this display, and he comes up with a three dimensional woman display for this company. Arc. I kept writing moment and then so great so that moment monitor moment so great yes he's picking around picking stuff apart in front of him moving oh yeah that that's my favorite trope in movies that and like when a little kid is crying (laughs) and hitting in a bigger guy and he's like i hate you and then it turns into a cry and then he hugs him that's my number one favorite movie trope second movie trope is the dismantling is the computer so what movies has that been in minority report every other film vanilla sky (laughs) yeah yeah, pretty much. That's it. Every yeah, yeah. Phil, it's like Philip K. Dick is like, this is mine. No one is Vanilla Sky. Philip K. Philip yeah, K. it is. This yeah. guy's great. Are Minority Report and Vanilla Sky, or just just Minority Report? I'm not sure. I know Minority, minority Report for sure. If only there was some way we knew. <laughs> if only there was some sort of device that could tell us what this guy has done. Uh, it, but yeah, it's funny to think like when they shot that, it was just him going, but there's nothing in front of him, just going. I'm yeah. just gonna pretend that there's a cylinder here and move that. I wonder if they coordinated that, that or that special effects guy's like, "Fuck, we gotta make this work." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Take Kick. twenty-seven fake yeah. computer thing. Ben, you reach here, Ben. Here, <laughs> a little to the left, perfect. All right, no, you're our left. But the first thing I thought, like, so this, he's like, oh, I thought we'd make it 3D, and he reveals it, and like all the guys are like, ooh. And then I thought, and then I thought we, we didn't even need a monitor. And you're like, what? <laughs> that was reveal. a good scene. Can, yeah. we, can we fuck it? Because like, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, this looks like, <laughs> it looks like, welcome to your 3D porn experience. Like, that was the first thing I thought of. Jeff's like, Maybe well, that's... it has a mouth. Can I, <laughs> can I fuck it? It feels good when your finger goes yeah, through the get magnetic field. Haptic pocket pussy. There is a there is a point I will tell you when it comes up that the movie completely falls apart though and becomes a pile of dog shit. But that's fine. I'm gonna so I'm, disagree with that. I probably will too. I don't think it was like that. Last half was awesome. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. They, we we. Um, Darren thought we were gonna do a different podcast. <laughs> so 
there yes yeah, so we get a flashback to Giamatti now in the in the lab here and they're zapping away his memories Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a point where they say how long they've been doing this to him. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I've been zapping your memories for two years now. And there's still, like, he lets a guy stand next to him and he bumps the computer and he's like, hey, <laughs> there's this delicate stuff. If his, if his brain goes over one C above 43, yeah. he's a veg. I'm like, what that? wow, just say vegetable. Why'd you shorten it up? <laughs> but There's no time. <laughs> But even that, that's kind of a little bit fake stakes, I thought. Like, it was just that kind of, uh, yeah, 43, 43 degrees. Remember that for later when there's other stuff happening. Set up, payoff. (laughs) (laughs) That's a setup for the tension payoff uh, later. So artificial, though. I hate it. It's a delicate balance. You know what movie is also really great for setup and payoff? is Training Day. Have you seen Training Day? Every single person seen this is the only other movie, Paycheck and Training mm-hmm. Day, that's like this, where every scene, every setup, every character you meet is every relationship is paid off later. Anyway, I'll have to. Well, I haven't seen Training Day in ages. There, but. there is one loose end in this though. There's one really doesn't get resolved. It doesn't an alternate ending apparently. Oh. Not this one. Can I guess what it is later? I'll think on it. Okay, all right, right. Yeah, when it comes okay. up. Because I didn't think about it until I read the trivia and was like, oh, yeah. I read the trivia and I don't recall it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I never read the trivia and I'm editing last week's episode. I'm like, God, you sound stupid. Do some research, <laughs> idiot. I didn't read that. I didn't have time. I, I clicked stop. I got, <laughs> up, I got up and then put my shoes on and walked out the door. It's all time to go talk about this. And I was like, should I think of an ad? No, I'll just drive here. That's... <laughs> So these Appleway's memories, and uh, back to what Darren was saying, that whole scene was like super intense with zooms and close-ups. Like it must have, it must take a lot of work to work with John Woo because you're like doing all these these scenes, what seems like dozens of times. But his editing, like maybe that's what threw me, and maybe it is a stylistic thing. But his editing was is so crunchy. Like even at the beginning when he walks in and buys the computer, that he's going to reverse engineering. I'm like to orient myself in it. I was like, it was so weird. Mm-hmm. Could have used a lot more static shots, establishing mm-hmm. shots. I think it's I think it's really efficient because it's a black. You don't need. Who cares what's on his desk in the background? Just get a black room. He's he's working in the pitch dark. That's all you need. That's all you need to see. It was like a set, and I know it was a set because it's a movie and they're making a movie. And this was all filmed in Vancouver, by the way. Um, Yeah, everything everything in Vancouver. What there's a couple of things that they filmed. It just is Winnipeg, and I'm like, I don't know. The stabbings, I guess. Probably like all those Murder scenes pig. next to the garbage. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I've been to Winnipeg before. It's gross. So he's been out for two months, and then we flash to him and Giamatti in the gym. I don't know what gym that they're was... in, but they apparently have a bow staff training mm-hmm. area. Three with... words. Set up <laughs> and yes. pay off. Yes. Well, you knew, well, you you knew, knew. that was. Yeah, of course. Like, they, right, he's good with a bow staff. Okay, cool. And they did. The... That's that shot where he's like, does the hat does the back one? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes! And then he snaps the bow. Kid. Throws his broken bow into a pile of other broken bows. <laughs> Stop breaking our bows! <laughs> the bow budget's through the roof. And that's what, yeah, you can't break a bow, a bow staff. But it, that that whole the machine, like <laughs> Okay, you got me there. <laughs> where do you have, get well, that? Have you, wait, how many bow staffs have you used? Well, hold on. Are they just is it a broomstick or what is there That's an official what, bow staff? Like made out of balsa wood? What's a Joe? You a you, Joe, you know a what Joe? a Joe is. No. Oh, okay. Works at a car wash or <laughs> a right. gas station. <laughs> That's right. Serves you cups of Joe. Oh, the I see. uh it's a it's like a bow staff, but 
uh, shorter. So so a bow is <laughs> six feet. Why would feet, I know what that and is? Then <laughs> Joe is shorter than a bow. Okay. So what was Ben Affleck using? A bow or a Joe? He was using what, a Joe bow. A Joe bow. Yeah, on, on, him, hybrid. <laughs> on him, it looks like a bow. That's a right. Joe. A yeah, Joe. it looks like a it looks so like big. a Joe. Be, yeah, because he's a, a. I'm so mad you thought I knew what dude. that would be. I don't know. I thought you'd look <laughs> like you're into martial arts. The uh, but when he snaps it, like there's no way. There's no way he just <laughs> snaps it across whatever that dummy is. But I do like Paul Giamatti's like peek out behind the thing. He's like, Whoa! <laughs> and then we hit right from. Yeah, he's looking at his thing. It's so great. The way that was filmed, I it looked like he hit Giamatti at least oh, twice. I th- I kept thinking like, what, did he just hit him? He's not feeling it. And then the second, the last time, he's like, wow, yeah, that's just a huge reaction. I'm like, it looks like he got smoked. In the Three face. words: depth <laughs> of field. <laughs> Beautiful. One thing that came up like watching this was I didn't realize I was just stumbling around in IMDb was that Paul Giamatti has a brother who is also an actor. What's his name? Do you know what he's in? Uh, Roscoe? Russ? Roscoe? Roscoe. Roscoe. Mama? Quiet, quiet. It's a secret. Roscoe! Something. I don't, but he's actually been in, in he has a very successful career. I just wondered like what those family reunions are like because Paul Giamatti's... Oscar award winning lauded actor and his brother just has done a bunch of TV shows, but like an amazing career. If it was on anyone else, you'd be like, Oh, what a great career. But then you got to go and you're like, Oh, Hey it's like, Paul, it's like when you see, Brad. what are you doing now? I feel like his brother is probably the happier one. He's like, you got all your fame. Yes. You let it go to your head, brother. <laughs> and they're just getting fist fights at family <laughs> gatherings over it. But it's his like, brother's way better. His brother got all the looks for sure. Like his brother's an attractive That's what dude. usually happens. Yeah. It's like not, have you ever seen a Brad Pitt's brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. But yeah. when he's standing next to Brad next Pitt, it's those so childhood no photos. Hey, like, ugh. is yeah. he an Gargoyle. actor? Is Brad Pitt's brother an actor? Or no. no. I don't think so. Maybe. He might be. He may be so ugly. We can't tell who he is. We've seen him in tons of stuff. <laughs> okay. That's him there. That's him there. Yeah, he was in, in Goonies. He played Chunk. <laughs> no, not Chunk. What's the fucking Sloth. Name? Sloth. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Do the truffle shuffle. I wish I knew a guy named Chunk. That's a good nickname. We can just give somebody yeah. that nickname. Just keep giving them. You're, chocolate bars. You're so lucky I'm not giving you the nickname <laughs> Chunk. I'm like, I'm gonna lean into it if you do give it to me. <laughs> hey, Chunk. Bring on bring on the Krispy Kremes. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, they 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 go for coffee after, and then they're uh, we flash forward to the ball. He's at this this sort of event with Giamatti, and so yeah. we get introduced to Uma Thurman. What do they talk about at the oh they just, we just get to know their relationship? Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, you've been you've been blanking my mind for two years, and you know, he's like, Yeah, you know, it's a good deal. I like it. Blah blah blah. Well, so he's memories, kinda, yeah. That's a great, you know, back to the philosophical question. Is our life just a series of moments? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, in that conversation, he says he he remembers, he goes, my last memory is driving on the Autobahn or driving right. a highway in Italy in an Aston Martin or something like that. And he's like, yeah, my memories are just highlight reels, so it's pretty great. But he seems a little down on the whole idea. So would you, but would you do something like that if someone, because the first paycheck that he's cut for eight weeks of memory loss is over half a million dollars. Yeah, like that's a big chunk. Of, grand or something. Yeah. But it's a huge you know what, chunk you know what? of cash. I don't remember what I did the last eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, but, but you're without the money. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that well, was that his first time doing it, or was was because he's like it, nobody's done longer than eight weeks. I should know it was me. I'm like, so did you just break the record the first time? I feel like he's been doing it. Oh for, yeah, for years. For a while. So yeah. he's probably getting half a million dollars each time. So he doesn't really need the money. The money. When this well, when when we get introduced to Harvey Dent here. See, that's interesting oh, because yeah. this uh, script is so tight that they don't leave much room. But that'd be interesting mm. if he was if it was like an addiction to him and he was like he was running Pushing. away from something emotionally. Yeah, and three years was like who the ultimate ride, the ultimate trip. Yeah. That would just be messed up. Imagine you just fell asleep for a week and woke up this in a time pile of week. money. <laughs> okay, sure. If it makes it, it makes it easier, if this visualization is easier, if you picture yourself sleeping on money, mm-hmm. but just like a week, la- you come up a week later and you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" And people are like, "Oh, I did this and this and this and this and this," and they're telling you, it's, mm-hmm. you know, seven days worth of information, and you're going, "What?" And then, I- you, then you stuff a hundred dollar bill in their mouth and just tell them to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but that is like he does have to catch up on everything because he goes and and uh, you know he's two months behind whatever the. Boston White Sox or whatever, and he's got to go and catch up on what's happening mm-hmm. and gets the gets the letter saying, oh, by the way, they lost. And yeah. he's like, oh, so all that stuff, you've got to go. And even people you know, like what happened, you just wake up and it's like, eh, you think that's sorry. A me- I think it's a metaphor for you, you, if, you, if you're not in that moment, you can't really relive it. It's no, no, it's probably not a metaphor. Lost. No, <laughs> it's no. <still> a metaphor. <laughs> <clears throat> but it, that would be so. This is what also leads me to believe he's done it more than once because mm-hmm. he, when he's like, okay, let's, it's time to check, and he's like, oh, what's your last memory? October nineteenth. He looks at the calendar. It's the twenty second. That if it was your first time doing this, you'd be like, what the what the fuck? Oh, I think yeah. he's been doing it for a while. That was my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it seems like he'd be rich enough. He wouldn't need any money. So this this next scene where we get introduced to oh, people get accustomed to a lifestyle, Jeffrey. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole billionaire thing, right? Just want to make more. Why give it away yeah. to the peasants? How much money is enough? One dollar more always. Mm-hmm. That's it. He, yeah, he <laughs> hits up Uma Thurman here. <clears throat> they introduce themselves to each other. And man, Shooter's got to shoot. He's just like, listen, you want to get out of here and just get cut to the chase and fuck around? Because he, he does have that player uh, mentality, but she just... I'm going to be over there. right down. I'm going to be over there talking to that guy. Watching this now in light of... It was. It's kind of crazy how he just went up and he's like, just cut her off, one sentence in, like, stuffed a hundred dollar bill in her mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's. We should just let's just like they get were on a podcast. Here. Let's just go fuck right now. Hey, hey. <laughs> the um. I don't interrupt. No, but there is there is because uh, I don't I don't know or understand, but I imagine that doesn't fly with the kids nowadays. No, no. It but, used to though. But then but it's interesting the reaction. This same thing with next with uh, Jessica Beale's character, how she's mm-hmm. all like, <laughs> "Yeah, this sounds good." Where she's like, kind of flattered that she, mm-hmm. he's just like, "Let's skip all this small talk and let's just go fuck." But let's just fuck <clears throat> this. We're just wasting time right now getting to know each other, <laughs> developing some sort of relationship emotionally. Let's just get the fuck out of here and fuck. It's like total Ryan Gosling and crazy stupid love, man. You want to get out of here? Yes. But it works if you're Ryan Gosling. I mean, that's... That's true. See what I mean? If he was more charming, maybe it would have worked. If it was Damon. Or the Goss. That used to work, though. I've seen it work. I've done it once or twice. It's like, (laughs) let's get out of here. And you're like, all right, cool. Um, So maybe we... Were you holding a gun? (laughs) I was holding two guns. (laughs) 
I think I, that's a trick that works that women can do because I know that happened to a buddy of mine at the bar, and the girl's like, she's like, when you're ready to leave, let's go, and he's like, what, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I'm going though. He's like, that's, all right, let's get fucking out of here right now, right now, let's yeah. go. Like I've never <clears throat> been at a club single, so no. I don't know what, I don't know what's, I don't know what's, you're not missing I don't know anything. what's in play. So we get introduced to Harvey Dent, Jimmy. Um, do we do we realize? I wrote down Batman versus Two Face, dude. Yeah, yeah. There's like what? seven or different. Or there's even I think there's like nine actors in this movie that all have ties to the DC universe. And Paul Giamatti has a tie to the Marvel universe because he was like the voice of a like ry- a rhinosaur or something. He was rhino. rhino. Yeah, rhino. Was Aaron Eckhart in the same Batman that Ben Affleck was no. a Batman? No. Nope. Oh. Could be in the future though. Maybe this is an alternate. Alternate universe. Oh, Multiverse, man. <laughs> so he offers him a three-year contract. He's like, listen, we got this job for you. It's going to take a little longer than usual. It's going to be three years. Two, this is two, at two the party years. they're doing this. This is where yes. this filmmaking is excellent, okay? Because he says, so he ditches Paul Giamatti to go talk to Two-Face. Then Two-Face is talking. Sorry, I didn't mean to steamroll everybody, but I'm doing this one. Chug it, chug it, chug it. So then, so then uh, Two-Face goes, okay, so this is going to be a lot longer than the usual jobs. This is going to be three years. And then Ben Affleck goes, that's a lot longer than I'm used to. Cuts to Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Now, as an audience, we're going, Paul Giamatti, we just had this whole conversation about everything to do with that uh, memory wiping process mm-hmm. and the dangers of it is all tied to Giamatti's character. So it cuts to him peeking in looking stressed. So we're worried that he's worried. Cuts back to the conversation. Yeah. Great, great move, John. <laughs> Mr. Wu. But he says, Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. that makes sense. Well, that's it's you just have a quick to, cut, and well, then you go like, oh, this is stressful. We're not, we're not arguing the composition of the no, film. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a great film. <laughs> Set up. Nash just pay. storms out. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> this is bullshit. Even, even, that, even that right there, though, with your setup and payoff theory of this movie, that is the perfect setup. Because yeah. you see that foreshadowing his, his distress when he realizes later, oh, you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have taken that job. Well, and in, and in films, like I understand people have to work in like in signs and signifiers, like semi, so like a semiotic kind of function. I don't really know what semiotics is, but it's like, <laughs> oh, white hat, cowboy, you're good, that kind of thing. Like, and Paul Giamatti, yeah, you're the tech guy, you know what's going on. So if you're worried, we should be worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just telegraph that. Yeah. He's but, a friend, he cares about Ben Affleck. But just to cut, they didn't have to cut because you kind of like always well, watching in the window. Like it's all very planned out and really quite wonderful. It is good. It is. It that, still like, turns to dog shit at one point. It's not. It, not to say that it's. <laughs> I think if this was, I think if the if it just had better casting, I think this would be a classic. Like if this was Tom Cruise and a little bit bigger budget, I think it would be a, ki- uh, a kill. Like a bit more bigger set pieces. Like a motorcycle chase in Vancouver is not very exciting, but no. Oh, that motorcycle. Or, uh, or so many issues with that. <laughs> yeah. Or the climax leading to a balcony <laughs> <laughs> or a scaffolding or like yeah. a, a catwalk. That's what it is. So now it's it's three. Yeah. Is it three years later now? Just instantly like that? Yeah. Like, yeah no, no. See you in three years. No, because they go, gets picked up by uh, Colm oh, yeah, Fjord. He, he goes to think about it. That's yeah. right. And that, I'm sure Colm Fjord's paid that. He must have played Pierre Trudeau at some point in his career, right? It looks oh, kind of like it. I yeah. actually, I kept getting him I'm confused. He looked like the dad from Step Brothers, but he's not. He, have you ever watched the Umbrella oh, yeah. Academy? Yes. No. He's but, uh, old man. What's his face? He's, he's the, the dad he, in it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I remember because okay. I looked at his, his picture. I was like, I recognize him from somewhere. Yep. Um, he's got like 163 credits to his yeah. name. That guy's been on a lot of stuff. Well, he's in. I know him from or saw him in Bond Cop. Bond, Bond Cop. Bad, bad Cop. Cop. Yeah. yeah. He was in that. 
uh, like Canadian actor. I'm sure like stalwart. There's another Canadian actor in this who I fucking love. Oh, from Battlestar. Yes. Yeah, Callum Keith Rennie. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. He had a very small part, but not but not Daniel Craig. No, <laughs> but he looks. He is. He's he like a Canadian like... Daniel Craig. He. It, it was weird because <laughs> Daniel he's... Craig. Yeah. The, 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 the the double oh seven yeah. seven. But Female that's uh, yeah. I love Calum. It is weird that he had a small part in this because he's like a a lead actor in other films prior to this, even television shows, and he's basically like a throwaway. Like he's a throwaway bad soldier minutes. guy. Yeah. He, they introduced him. I even wrote down, I was like, ooh, new character, question mark, and then they never see him again. No. Yeah, he's no. good. He's good looking enough where you're like, oh, this is a new character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't see him again. He, uh, so now, yeah. So Ben Affleck wakes up and may, uh, walks into. May from, I? Yeah. This is absolutely. the one problem I had with this movie was that they do the. the so when the, with the long memory wipe they can't do the it electronically with lasers they have to do mm. it with an implant so they yeah. plant yeah, it at the yeah, start he gets the, he gets the covid vaccine and wipes it, his memory so good. and <laughs> then he goes then they plant another vaccine to uh they basically plant like a like a bookmark and then they can erase up to the bookmark essentially yeah. in your memory but so then so they go they implant the thing and then they go and then he meets uma thurman for the for, again in the mm-hmm. botanist uh, lab oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but what i not three years later yet and then they go in, and it's like, this is what you're going to be working on. They open the briefcase, and then it fades out, and then it's three years later. What mm-hmm. I think should have happened is he should have met Uma Thurman on the way in, and mm-hmm. then done all that. That whole scene could have been switched around, and then he gets it injected. And so then, he still retains that. So he still retains that, which would have been fine, but that, it only it would work great because he could get injected, and then they would have been like, he's like, all right, let's get started. And then like, oh, it's already done. Hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then we're off. I don't know. It works the way it, it still works. Cause, yeah, because he would have memories of her. I kind of missed that point. I missed that part. But he like, would have just the memory, I guess, of the of the, the party, brief, right? Brief. But does he? It would have been like it would have been like finding out you fall in love with the the gas attendant you just met. Like it would still be weird, right. and you would still all everything would be the same. But just that moment of getting injected with the chip, and then all of a sudden like it's, it's three done. years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could do a cool like. Just a can you know, some sort of film trick that would make that interesting. But yeah. what you just said next time, brought, John brought up a point. Um, <laughs> yeah, he would remember her from the ball. Yeah, or that that yeah, but, that, that uh, but maybe just remember her as the broad who shot him down. Yeah, which I, is probably. But she's pretty memorable though. It seems yeah. odd that he wouldn't have a vague memory. It of probably her. happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my one question was, I don't know if he can remember. Like it's. If he can remember, like before the pill, like it's the next day, or if it's been three years. It, no, mm. it feels like it's. It feels like it's immediate. Like he said it's a blink for him. Yeah. So it's not like he has to go. Man, I got to think back three years. Right. Okay. On? I think back two months. Which would be super. So it would really just, only be the day before. See, that would be yeah. scary yeah. if you just all of a sudden. Yeah, like had three years of blankness. Yeah, Ooh. and three years—not like, even blankness. Like it's like the next day, but all the catching up, like everything that's happened politically. He doesn't have a family, which is f- fine because you don't have to address the fact. Like he's like leaving his kids and well, or or Darren's even just really having identifying like, with this character. Well, he's <laughs> like, I wish I'm like, living vicariously. I'm like, can I do it? Can I do it? Go for three years, and you're like, okay, what cool. what happened? That would be weird. Yeah, he's living that three years with his family, so they're fine. But then one day he just comes home and, oh, daddy, remember my last birthday? No, yeah. I don't. Everyone's honey. three years older. Like, yeah. Totally. Why would you get so big? But even he's no other like. I don't think he's the kind of character you can have. Like that kind of family with, but he's still, you know, he could have brothers and sisters. Like Paul Giamatti, when he meets him later on, spoiler, uh, they just shaved his, took off his weird <laughs> sideburns and just gave him a mustache goatee. Set up. 
uh, I think I believe they call that the uh, oh the Spaniard. The Spaniard, the, yeah, is with, that the, the, with the Fu Manchu and the mustache. Oh God, I'm gonna the Spaniard. It's my next. You, you should, should do, do it. it. I'm gonna do it in three years. That's what you got? <laughs> it's true. I tried. I want, I'm not gonna go into this, but yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> trying to John Waters mustache, just a little. Oh, okay. I want the Henry Cavill uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. That's what I want. The five o'clock shadow with the mustache. Henry Cavill's in that? Really? I've never seen it. It's whatever the last Mission Impossible was. Oh, it was like a sixth one. No, His Ghost Protocol was five. Is there one that he just did? Yeah, there, the, the last one, one they were just filming. The one that last one that was released theatrically. I think it is Ghost Protocol. Henry Whoa, Cavill Henry, is that the Cavill's character? Is that the guy from uh, Hot Fuzz Super, and Superman? Shaun of the Superman. Dead. Superman. He's Superman. He's yeah. big. He's a big nerd, eh? Yes. Built his own computer. Does online gaming and stuff. Yeah, and he's nerdy. he's quite. I watch his workout routine. Don't ask me why. Uh, but he's one of the people they showed. Like <laughs> they had profiled like ten actors. All of them, hands down, hated working out for the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the only one who liked it. He's like, oh, this is really fun. I like working out, and it's great. And everyone else is like, I can't wait till this is fucking over. <laughs> I think it's the same thing when you're getting paid. <laughs> well, that, yeah. And also, you get to be Superman, and you're like, I'm going to look as jacked yeah. as I can. Because like, that would be the worst. You take it off, you're like, this guy doesn't look like Superman. And it's preserved forever, too, right? You're like, yeah. At one point, I was in amazing shape. Have you guys watched the Snyder cut of? No, Just, it's, I'm halfway through it. It's so good. I enjoyed it. I really. I had to watch it in like two chunks. I never well. saw the not Snyder cut, so I don't understand oh, what. You're so lucky. Butt poop. Yeah. It's it was bad. Really? Yeah. Very very bad. So this one four hours long, and it needed to be four hours long because it was just. Where can I get it then? That we're sponsored by Schneider Cut, uh, <laughs> Batman versus Superman, um, or whatever. HBO Max has it, or you can just. Download it's on Crave. Is it on Crave? Crave. Oh, there okay. you go. I don't All know right. if I'm. I don't think I paid for it. I hope not. No. <laughs> yeah, you're getting charged sixty bucks. So this is where he gets picked up by the FBI now because he goes. I think he goes home next, and like mm. there's a, an open door, and he goes and closes that door, and like another. That's door That's the door opens. he came in though. Yeah. It, that seemed. I was confused I there. The I was like, yeah. He's like. <laughs> I think that scene got cut down or something because that's because I don't know who that first guy is with the gun. Is that FBI? Yeah, I think that that was all. Uh, those guys were all FBI. Because that FBI guy was going to shoot they, him. Yeah, it looked like he was going to fuck him up. But I think maybe he was just going to do the hay freeze. And he wasn't going to blow him away. Right, okay. I think. But they did look very menacing. They didn't look like... Yeah, they looked like they were going to murder him. Yeah, they got the... And it was the actual FBI, right? Because because isn't this next scene where he gets like locked up? They take yes. him. Yeah, yeah, they take him into a... Just the special room. Because he does go... He gets this tased. is all mm-hmm. after the point, too, that he finds out that he's given all his money away and he ends up with that dumb yes. envelope full of a bunch of random shit. He has 20 random personal items. Yeah. Yeah, so this is where all the, the clues start coming up. So they, they fry him. They cook, they cook his brain for something because they're trying to get his memories. No, he goes to he goes to the bank first to get all his sh- money. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they give his personal belongings back there for some reason at the bank and then they're like, oh, you have no money. Because he, he, he authorized that. He was like, you told us to do that a month ago. You said you yes. want to give these who up. Who authorized that? Yeah. You, you, Why would I do that? Great movie moment. You did. And then do, do, set up payoff when he's signing the release for the thing. It like mm-hmm. zooms on his signature, little freeze frame. Yeah. And then his signature comes up in this. He's like, your signature's all over this. Oh, yeah. Set up payoff. It was it was so advanced, Darren. You didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> Just he, John oh. Will played you like a fucking fiddle. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they start. That's they, how I want to be played. They start frying them. Are they? You know, they, they frying them when Buddy's like, "Oh, look, he's got a cigarette. He doesn't need them." So he lights up a smoke, and that sets <sighs> off the alarm, and that's the first clue that he uses for his escape. So, but that was the one thing. First of all, I'm, I miss being able to smoke inside. Um, the, you, don't, you don't smoke, do you? No. I think you just miss smoking. The, yeah. <laughs> Nash might, is totally right. <laughs> but the, because uh, he does, he gets his envelope full of his shit that he left at the office because the FBI grabbed it. Um, how does he know to put the glasses on? It's, Why it's, it's just super on? foggy because like the the fire suppression system shoots out like a like so a, it's like I'm gonna immediately put on sunglasses. Well, he was like well, he, he's noticing everybody's coughing and well, can't see, so is, he just grabs the glasses that were in his envelope and is like, oh shit. The thing I is, can see with these things. The amazing thing about cool. this film is this film has 19 yeah. random knickknacks, and yet we all know what they are, and when they get used, we go like the glasses and yeah. he puts because he <laughs> tried them on before. Set up, payoff. <laughs> yeah. I suppose these are in fashion now, huh? I yeah, suppose these yeah. are really cool, huh? Because when he pulls out the cigarettes, you know he has cigarettes, and you're like, yeah. oh, he's going to smoke. Oh, and, here they are. And he actually gave in the one pair of sunglasses he couldn't, he hadn't lost when yeah. he gave in all his personal effects at the start, and they were like really Set nice up, ones. they <laughs> emphasis on the sunglasses, and he's really pissed when they're not all sunglasses. All right, smartass, how many items are in the There's short seven. story? Seven. Oh, I don't know. I didn't <sighs> read the trivia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how many, smartass? Maybe I was lying. Maybe it wasn't. I seven. never read the short story. But then story, also, too, when he's in the bank and he's getting mad at the lady, he starts naming all the items. He's like, oh, yeah, these glasses? Like, mm-hmm. were these still in fashion? And he uses of, them all weird. Pack of matches. Does he's he have like, matches? I don't even smoke. And then he gets all, he just starts, he's, they're just laying little traps for us to <laughs> gobble up later. It's good. It is good. <laughs> okay, they're frying them. Not easily done, Darren. <laughs> he escapes and then he uses I, his. No, no, I'm so mad at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a foot chase, I believe, now. Foot chase, and he goes into the train station and realizes, yeah. "Oh, I have a train ticket." He's got his token. It's good for one day because <laughs> he can't jump over that fucking thing. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, they're, they show the they show the Sky Train cop there, and he's just like, fuck, that's gonna draw some heat.' Yep, draw some heat. I guy <laughs> probably could take him down. <laughs> and then the cops, the FBI's like, "How is he doing this?" <laughs> After they come out four seconds behind him, clearly jumping the and thing. the two and the two uh, buses just he passes through them and oh and yeah, he's gone. He escapes. So Does he go to a hotel? Is that like just a he hotel? Goes to the he most goes to? seedy hotel in East Van. It's pretty gross. Yeah. And then lays out. I I did like this. It was kind of kind of cute. That he laid out all his clues. Like, oh, this is what I got. And I got this and this. And he puts it in the shape of a question mark. Yeah. And the camera zooms out. And it's like, oh man, mystery. Yeah. It's a that. visual language. So <laughs> Because you could, there's wonderful choices that, in this movie. Because you could have just had it laid out like an in, dumb Instagram picture, but it's a question mark. Because because you're you're then you're with him. You know what he's thinking. So obvious. They even fuck. they even use that later too. They cut back to that. He's like, wait a minute, there was ni- only 19 things. And they were missing something. It's like pew, 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 and the question mark. Yeah. Does it do that? It I, don't remember, I don't right? remember. I, I just finished it at, at like four o'clock, so we started recording <laughs> at five. Yeah, I remember that because it's like poof. Does this flash to like the the every section of the question mark and it's like oh yeah he did that he question mark remember thing. all the he laid everything out but he doesn't even know what the fuck's going on at this point no he has no idea that's the fun in it and he's yeah. just like he's like he's like something like falls out and he's like what's this and then he oh because he's looking at the ring and the bus wonderful uh-huh. moment he's mm-hmm. like he's like a gauge ring what the fuck and then some and i was so mad at that kid kid was like, go get that ring back I almost that, then you're like, oh, he was supposed to get this stolen. is the point. That's what I was thinking was that it was a yeah. setup. He was like, all right, kid, you're gonna see me on the bus on this day and you're gonna rob me. You're gonna steal the ring. That's what I thought, but that's the one thing that doesn't have a payoff. There's no unless you watch the alternate ending. 
and they have it in it. They walk by oh. and see it in a pawn shop, and he's like, "Oh, hold on a second. He goes to buy it and proposes to her. Aww. So that yeah. that, that is nice. that would be great. But that's also it is sort of the because I thought the, the whole thing could... of it was that the kid steals it and then leads him out at yeah. sort of at the mm-hmm. building. That was the thing. I don't think he right. never coordinated with the kid. I think he just knew this kid was hungry. He, <laughs> he looked into that kid's future and was poor. And then uh, I'm not going to leave him any money, but I'll let him steal this ring. Probably get a couple. I like to think him. that it was a little janky. Like he didn't have a lot of time. Instead mm-hmm. of destroying the machine right there when he was looking at all this, right. he uh, he kind of threw together this. Or pie. they got eyes on him all the time, right? Maybe they're because we don't know what happened in that three years necessarily, other than he fell in love with Uma. But the yeah, they could have had people there all the time. He couldn't just spill his latte on the machine. It's true. Yeah. Whoops. I mean, hey, white chocolate mocha. I mean, but if it was if it ended in nuclear war, I could probably make it happen. <laughs> This is, <laughs> if I knew, I could probably kill both of you right now. If I knew, it would <laughs> save the entire world. I'm sorry, guys. Those were fake memories. <laughs> so then he meets Giamatti here again. There's about 40 minutes into the movie. And uh, it's a setup because there's a bunch of hitmen mm-hmm. waiting for him. Lazy hitmen. The worst hitmen I've ever yeah. seen. They can't shoot anything. And this turns into another chase, does it not? Yeah. And yeah. This, But this is the point where he puts it together because he's got the lotto ticket. <gasps> And he's like, watches on the screen, is like, holy shit, this is what's going on. I'm actually yeah, able it, to tell. What would you pay half a billion dollars for? Yeah. A machine that could tell Oh, it's the so good. And and then he's like, Paul G. Mai saying all this. I don't know if it's good, but it's, it's, oh, it's, it's great. It's there. And then yes. the thumb, the thumb reveal on the 22, it's like 22. And then his thumb mm-hmm. slides off the 22, revealing it. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. I wrote that down. 22 reveal, hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> and Giamatti. Yeah, he he gets Giamatti out of there. He's, they've got that was the one thing that I did like. Not the one thing that was one of the things that I did appreciate about That's the movie. The only was, thing you liked about the movie, yeah, was how was we say Paul, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> it was Paul Giamatti. I was like, I love that guy. I hope he's going to be okay. I hope he's <laughs> he's gonna is all the uh, the stamps on the envelope are all Einstein. The um, and he didn't the, need five of them. It's either. Edison is the is the name of the cleaning company or whatever. Just that oh. tip of the hat towards. You oh know. yeah, this is where he figures out that his key. He has a yeah. key to that door that he's going to use later. Did it? Were the were the silencers on the guns I, getting bigger mm-hmm. as the shots? We gotta know they're a silencer. John Moon is guns. <laughs> it's just for like I, might have been because I was high or something, but I like it looked like every shot they showed it was like massive silence. Like it's, they keep getting bigger and bigger. Like one looked like a like, you know thermos. I sure I, it wasn't. It might have been just but you know me, but this, probably. Uh, anybody think that John Wick just totally ripped off this scene? John Wick also had a silencer shootout in a mall. I just think it's very irresponsible Probably. to shoot out at a mall, whether you have silencers or not. Especially when you have terrible hitmen who yeah. can't hit anything. And also, I mean, I understand it's a John Woo movie, but I was like, you would have just walked up, seen him at the table. He doesn't know who you are. You just would have walked <laughs> yeah. up, put two in his skull, and walked <laughs> away. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. You have to be so far away if he doesn't know who you are. Yeah. How do you stop looking like a hitman when you're like... <laughs> So this is the second foot chase, and this one takes him down into the subway somehow. So he mm-hmm. ends up on a pair of train tracks and kicks. He, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous standoff because it's a, this is another Mexican standoff, right? Yeah, because I think it's Wolf. So, it's it's the as many Mexican standoffs <laughs> as you can handle. The John Woo, the, the Mexican out of the uh, darkness too. That's the best. Yeah, one too. Just the the barrel of the gun, and but he dislodges his discharges his clip and kicks it at the guy, yeah. and it hits the. Like, I don't know why 
it uh, blew up. You have to be touching two of them, I think. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. And the guy wasn't touching Artistic both. Artistic license. But, ver- but first... Suspend your belief. I don't like it when uh, he kills his hitman, when he takes the gun from him, and then Calm Fjord comes up behind Wolf. him and says, where's your, where's your gun? He goes, he's got it, and then he just kills him. Yeah. Yeah, ruthless. That's br- but that's how you know he's a terrible boss, I guess, and that you know very clearly indicates, as Nash would say, brilliant piece of filmmaking. He is a monster. <laughs> well, it raises the stakes. If he's willing yeah. to kill somebody he knows, well, he's not going to hesitate to kill Ben Affleck, even though he has a gun right in his face <laughs> and just waits. <laughs> For him to drop Have you ever, like, like it. <laughs> that takes so long to drop. <laughs> oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> Like that's like what are you doing? Oh no! You'd think he'd have the reflexes to maybe try to kick it, hacky sack it back at him. Because he's yeah, you got time. That did look like a solid two seconds there. I don't know. Can you still fire a gun if you've been shot in the face? Shot in the face. Um, Do we know that? mm. Like if the standoff thing, you could just. Well, you mean if you got? Oh, oh, I got him. I think your reflexes would make you pull the trigger. That's what I've always assumed. Like, it would be a double kill. If somebody shot you in the face and you had a gun at their Isn't head, everyone uh, using trigger discipline at that point with their finger on the outside? No, no you're not on at that point. the not trigger. At that point. No, you're on. The, you're over the trigger. It would be very scary. I would be... Like, you want your Mexican stand-off to be safe? <laughs> I love trigger discipline. Nice. I like that. That's very right. Technical. <laughs> Those are pointed in each other's faces. Oh, and in the midst of this, he also uses another... Uh, Oh, piece the, of the thing, the hairspray and the matches, I think it is. So yes. he makes a fireball. And that's funny because they do a great job of making you think that down the road. Because I, when I saw the hairspray, I was like, it's going to shoot somebody in the face with a fireball. What does he say? Set up and pay Hairspray is <laughs> pink. It's pink. Hairspray. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think any pink is this hairspray? worth millions of dollars? Unless you think uh, this is a $40 million can of hairspray, uh, which is pink. Is this cool been, now? I don't know. Should have been Axe body spray instead. That's so- <laughs> There's a oh, missed yeah. opportunity for some good product placement. Old Spice. <laughs> oh, hopefully that's uh, promising that maybe Axe just doesn't make it in the future. <laughs> so this is where we find out he can see the future. Like it's, it's, I think it's around this part. So I wrote, he, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, it gets a little more. Yeah, it gets a Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I'm yeah. an idiot. But he does have the <laughs> um, paperclip thing. How does he know how to fuck with the... So somebody says at one point he had a lens... A lens and something else. And I was oh, like, right. and if with the lens, he can see, if, if you can see around forever around the globe, you'll eventually see yourself in the future. And I'm like, maybe he just saw like a smudge on the lens or something like. Smudge on the lens? Smudge on the lens? What did he do with the lens? I don't know. They didn't really explain that that well. They what mentioned lens? it. The lens that was in the thing? Mm-hmm. He used it to see the small print on the stamps. Well, that, but somebody of like the guys that are chasing him <laughs> talk about. That's how he saw. And then he's like, I need a better lens. <laughs> so and then went to that high school. High school. Yeah, his future future sight wasn't really explained at that point. I was kind of under the impression like he just did some engineering or something. I don't know. Like for like the what? actual machine itself? Yeah, like how did oh, he yeah. come up with that idea? That somebody said something about a lens. No, there was like, Oh, that the, was the FBI boss mm-hmm. who was said, yeah, because the dude who came up with the idea and sold it initially uh, had an accident, fell out of a hundred. Decker, yes. which is a callback to Blade Runner's character, yes. oh. Decker. Decker, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. is a homage to that Philip K. Dick mm-hmm. character. So he came up with the original plan and then tried to sell it, and they're like, this is too dangerous. And yeah. then he went rogue. Or he went <laughs> and private. went to Nexium. Or what was the name? Was it Nexium? Allcom? Allcom. Allcom. Why like do I keep classic like early tele- 2000s? <laughs> sounds like a telecommunications <laughs> company. 
Yes, every circuit. <laughs> so now this is where uh, Uma pulls the old switcheroo. Yeah, so we, we we go over to the atrium now where she's being her top secret biologist person. And there's a bird feeding scene. And even that, man, the camera work in that. She's just feeding birds. And it's like... I'm trying to think of what. It cuts like nine times. Close up with the face. Close up with the birds. Close up with the beak. Close up with the food. We get it, you love your birds. But what's the emotional point of the scene? Because maybe it's serving that. No. I think, no, no. This is... Busy work. This is another setup and payoff. Because it's the birds. The birds. We get introduced. We know that she has birds. Ah! <laughs> well, the raven. Yeah, the birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let's add your Allen Poe. It's another. It's a different payoff at the end. We'll tell you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to rush it. We're not going to. We won't tell you. <laughs> you gonna have to it. watch this horrible movie. And she, yeah. So she, why does she you fool? Because he signals her some. He doesn't write a message on a mirror and says like, yes. "Okay, you got to meet me here." But that was kind of cool because that's how he. He's looking in the mirror, so this is why I think he's got to have some kind of shadow. Memories, even though they wipe his memory, there's still traces of something there because he's at that shitty hotel room, motel room, looking in the mirror it's and like then Cecil. <laughs> right, this, totally. <laughs> and then rubs off the matchbook's been painted over or something and rubs it rubs it off and there's the cafe Michelle and he's uh-huh. like, Wow, oh, we need to call the cafe. Because they needed to paint that over, or else you would have called Kathy Michelle immediately, yeah. and we would have skipped whoa, whoa, whoa. the whole those <laughs> two was... action set pieces in between. <laughs> he phoned a he phoned a place at the beginning. There was a message for him. He phoned someone there, and they're like, "Oh, that place doesn't exist." Or he's like, "The place doesn't no, exist." No, we called oh, the Matchbook. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then we realized uh, it wasn't. It should have just said the cafe because he could have skipped. Yeah, those other eight things. But yeah, he, he made this I'm, really complicated for himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, I'm a pretty smart guy. I'll figure. And imagine I wouldn't trust myself, but like. I know what's gonna happen. I gotta leave myself all these clues in here. It would take and hope. I figure it would them take out. Darren like four years to map this yeah. out. You keep like walking. You look in the future. Keep walking by the like hairspray. Shh. I would. I would have thrown the envelope out. out. Yeah. What's all this random junk? I don't want it. Take it. Throw it away. So we get to this cafe and this. There's an iconic. I guess John Woo does this in a lot of his movies. He'll do one really cool reflection shot, and he did the, the yeah. shot of the the lid of the creamer. That looks mm-hmm. so cool. I sort of was wondering, like, they got a woman who looked like Uma mm-hmm. to come over and and sort of fill in for her. This is where I was confused. So Uma gets someone that looks like her in mm-hmm. one scene no. to, to, like, yeah, doesn't she? Yeah. Because, like, no, the, hair, the hair's tied up the same. They're wearing the same outfit. She's like, here, you stand oh, there. Oh, yeah, then when, when she, she goes escaping. to leave. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant in the cafe. But, okay. why, but why is it, like, so Uma has pulled the old switcheroo at the same time the mm-hmm. FBI's pulling the switcheroo? You ready? No, all corp. All corpse ball, yeah, all all, yeah, that's right. Because all, all, all come. Come. corp ball. So because regular scientists wear white lab coats, plant scientists wear these brown, trendy midriff showing <laughs> jackets. You got your I also want to know at the beginning they said like this that place they were in with all of the uh, with all the plants makes Two Face most of his money. So I don't understand how that really like this is where we make all the money. Oh yeah, she does say that. So is he into? Is he in? Uh, like petrochemical, uh, whatever you make nutrients for plants. Urban farming. Know. Yeah. Yeah. He just sells to markets. This <laughs> <laughs> is the market on Saturday. He's a Whole Foods <laughs> supplier. We've got a couple of organic farms around the neighborhood that we contribute to all the restaurants in town. And I'm also an evil. Murder <laughs> 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 people on the We side. just sell watermelons for $30. <laughs> the fake Rachel shows up and he's like, sit over there, back to the window. Mm-hmm. 
she convinces him to give what was give away the Allcom ID card. Yeah, and then Uma comes in, saves the day, and just clubs her in the head with her purse because the purse, they, purse thing. I got wrote a note here. Purse hit the best hit <laughs> I think I've ever seen. Solid. Like it looked like that stuntman took a full on shot in the face from a heavy purse. Wait, I have a so note. Stunt person. I have a note about about this scene too. Oh. Oh, this is where the whole movie goes off the rails and turns into a pile of dog shit. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> you think so? You I don't. Son I did. Because this is this is where they run outside. It's an, yet another chase. Yeah. This is our third chase. Everything up to that point, the figuring out, the dropping of the clues. But when it's just like I'm just gonna escape, try to escape on a motorbike. I just, I'm not thrilled by it. See, I'm the I was the opposite. How great was that moment where he's like, I got a car here, and then she's like, Give me that. You're in the wrong section. And then they drive a. <laughs> Out of the dealership? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got any lame helmets? We gonna need to get some lame helmets put on before we get Ben Affleck's head look any bigger. <laughs> look like Super Dave Osborne. This bike chase, though. This So this was a BMW R1150R. Mm. This was a fast bike. Do you know that because you like motorcycles? No, it was in the trivia. I didn't look okay. It up. okay. <laughs> I was going to look it up, but I was reading that. I'm like, oh, there it is right there. This thing could top out at like 300 kilometers an hour. Easy. So how are they catching them in these old shitty sedans? Crown Vicks. Like they're, yeah. in, they're in Crown Vicks. Okay. Uh, admittedly, Crown Vicks for cops are souped up a little bit. I'll mm. give them that. But they're not R1150R fast. Um, hey, boys, what were, they, uh, what were they driving on? A road? <laughs> Full of... Cars? Full of pavement that you can go really fast on. Oh, that's right. I was thinking the gravel. What's the gravel? Oh, in oncoming traffic. Yeah, then to the shipyards and the gravel. I'm like, this, this, okay. You swap the tires out at some point because you wouldn't be doing that on street tires. Have you seen Mission Impossible 2? Yes. You clearly (laughs) see it's like street tires, and then they cut on the dirt. It's like super knobby dirt bike tires. Oh, yeah. Blatantly obvious. But the emotional um, impact is incredible, Darren. I do. I do. There's this has the best line in the movie when they're going when she's going through the shipping containers that are all set up, and the envelope goes flying out of her back, and she goes, "The envelope!" And he goes, "Okay, I'll be back for you." And then she's running to the envelope and (laughs) goes, "See ya! I'll come back and get you." As she's getting shot at, she does like a oh yeah terrible spins around. I'm like, this looks so bad. Yeah, you know my favorite line of the movie was when he escaped the FBI and the bald Canadian guy is watching them, Mm -hmm. and then he gets back to Two Face and he's like, "What were you doing? What happened?" He's like, "I was eating pie." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he did have cherry pie. It made me want some pie. I really want pie. (laughs) So yeah, they escape from there. Pretty impressively, actually. This case, this chase was ridiculous. Cars, cop cars jumping, smashing their noses mm-hmm. into the ground. He tucks into a pipe, and the car runs in there. I was like, man, this is wild. I don't know how you didn't like this. That was I was, crazy. I did like, uh, I don't know if I find, can you use a, the back rear of a bike tire to spit gravel like bullets <laughs> at a car? So, that, that was pretty <laughs> silly. Um, yeah, I think silly. they did that in camera, Darren. <laughs> I think that was looked pretty possible to me. <laughs> So yeah, they escape. They end up back at... <laughs> I'm out there on my 10-speed. Go any faster. Do you see that skid? So sweet. <laughs> Hard enough to put rocks to the window and make the guy crash. Yeah. Pretty silly. Pretty awesome, though. Then when they split in the bike and the pole goes through that car... Mm-hmm. Ooh. That was great. Oh, yeah. That's Remember that? Yeah, through the mm-hmm. tunnel. And again, that bike would be gone. Long gone. And that car is smashing into the walls. He would not be that close. Yeah. I think I still had his sunglasses and on too in the tunnel. Totally tell me you didn't the helmet throw? Yeah. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> she like takes off the helmet, whips yeah. it back, yeah, and it then was the incredible, car just, right? and the car just slows down. It was so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. 
Go to Uma Thurman's place. This is where she realizes that he doesn't remember her. Starts giving oh, her pictures and stuff to to bring him back. Like, oh, this is yeah, we've had a relationship here, bud. So is that enough? Because he goes and watches the video where he brings her cake on her birthday. Brings her cupcake. Is yeah. that an is that enough to spark? Because he could just turn oh. around and goes, "I'm sorry, yeah, I, I don't remember you not. or whatever." And then they just. They hug and you know he's yeah. like I'm sure she's going ah it'll come back to him. At least they didn't fuck. That would they, that would have been beyond maybe that. They did. Maybe he's they like, did. let's get out of here. Let's just yeah, yeah. let's cut to the chase. Does this work now? Wrestle naked. He's like <laughs> he's just a gross dick, and she's like I thought you grew <laughs> all that like emotional <laughs> growth and like therapy. <laughs> he's back just to being a sex addict. <laughs> so this is. <laughs> This is where he let's figures get, out. Let's get out of here. Yeah. No, but what about <laughs> these birds? Fuck those birds. Remember we lost a child? He's like, nah. <laughs> I don't remember that, baby. This uh. is, so this is where they find out the fifth the stamp. The fifth stamp has the newspaper clippings from the future. They find out. They see the future. Oh, they yeah. see the nukes. They see that's going to tear the world apart. Yeah. And they decide they're going to go back in and find the machine. The machine, everybody calls it. It's just the machine. Yeah. I did think it was weird they just let him in the high school to use the microscopes, too. Dude, can, no. Yeah, you can't just do that. You can just be, I'm a substitute teacher. <laughs> this was, okay, the getting into the high school, yes, mm-hmm. questionable. But this is also a wonderful stroke of filmmaking genius because when they find out the, the whole future of the world is going to go mm-hmm. to a nuclear holocaust, then they're walking back through all the children, uh. right? And the children of the future, they keep cutting all these kids with their whole lives ahead of them. I was just thinking they're like, looking kids. There's a microscope. Yeah, they yeah. could have not. They could have just. Uh, he could have done it. It could have been a film role. Could have been anything. But they used the school. Mm-hmm. It was all very purposeful. So they break in. They break back into Allcom because he gets his got his card back from the girl who took it. And uh, they find the machine. He's like, "Well, let's test this baby out and see what the future has in store for us." I really appreciated how the memories were also, or the machine's forecast was also directed by John Woo. Camera zooms, pans. I'm like, wow, it's interesting you see it just the way this movie is. Hmm." How did they capture that information, too? Because he had to put the pictures of the um, newspapers on the stamp. I don't know how he I don't know how he did that. That's pretty small. But I but like, how did they capture that? Because they just sort of put their hands on the machine, see the future on that big screen. But where is it coming? I don't know if I really care. Like, I do have (laughs) friends who are like. Well, when I want my science fiction to, but I'm like, you're maybe, already in maybe, the sci-fi. Maybe a static image like a newspaper is easy to zoom in on, but a person, when their future is uncertain and they can physically move, uh, maybe? Okay. Just spitballing, I don't know. It seemed like one of those things they would have had cameras set up and it was just like, a, like there wasn't a printer where they were like, just print out pictures of the... Microscopic pencils? Yeah. Is that... Oh, I see. How did they print? The tiny... Cut well, tiny well, newspaper or clippings how did they, into the eye of the what's his face? Well, just how did they ca- how did they capture it? Because it just looked like it was on this crazy screen. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I would that was one of those things. I was screenshot. like, screenshot ah, or just, just a photo. You just blink your ass screenshot. <laughs> so now he's down to his last cl- his last clue, and it's the bullet. So he realizes there's like some oh. nitrogen tanks or something, or some like liquid yeah. nitrogen t- uh, tanks that are super cold, and he's like. Oh, once this one goes off, the bullet's gonna go up because he sees the thing go. And, he's and like, that was a very John Wooey like the he's one drop of the, sweat. Yeah. Single tear. <laughs> and just splash. He's like, Whoa, so he's like that's what. But I'm what does it mean, Darren? There's a lot of. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
What's the significance? It's going to be a big explosion. <laughs> and so now, oh, this, this last 15 minutes of this movie is intense. Terrible. It's crazy. Oh, what? Oh, no, how about the payoff <laughs> for the bow staff? Okay. Yes. So how does it start first? Um, well, they... they oh, the uh, shootout in the fog room. The shootout yeah, in the fog Yeah, why room. is there so much fucking fog it's, in this lab? It's the cooling. They got to keep it it's cool. the dry ice. And also so they can sneak away later. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> drop to the it's ground. preemptive and... fog. So they have a shootout there. There's some fist fight going on. Fist fights going on. And then she fires up. She hasn't fired up the storm yet. No. But that was. Oh, she hands. She starts using the robot arm because they're like, yeah, we got you. And she <laughs> pushes a button. She. That yeah. was pretty funny. No, no, no. Sorry. I keep, I keep like. <laughs> remembering <laughs> awesome parts. The important part. The most important part about action, especially in filmmaking, is being familiar as an audience to the environment in which it happens. You've all seen mm. shitty movies where somebody turns and shoots somebody that we've never seen before and they fall off a balcony we've never seen. Yes. Yeah. So how great is it? How much time have we already spent in this botanist lab? About five minutes. So mm-hmm. much time. We know there's quite a bit. So And then everything they use in that pays uh, off. The wind, the fucking weird pulley thing that she rides around on. Yeah. The it's arm. A, the robot, robot arm. arm. That was... With I wrote that down killer. Skills. That was great. <laughs> why does it... Why does the robot so arm... So great. Why does the robot arm have a, a spin option? It, it was so it silly a, that she gets the... Pulls the bamboo staff out of the peas and then is whipping <laughs> it around like a Joe and knocking guys out and then hands like it over Joe. to Ben. Is it a Joe or a bow? Though? His bow. A blow. <laughs> a bow Joe. And he just and he shatters that one too. You know what though? I'd forgotten about his, I'd forgotten about his bow staff skills. I probably because I watched half last night and the rest today. But I was like, oh shit, yeah, he's got bow staff skills. Because eventually she passes it to him and he's like, pay yeah. off. I mean, <laughs> this, this movie should be called Pay Off. <laughs> I did. Sequel. I did think it was hilarious when the guy's got his Uzi and she does get the robot oh. arm and picks it up and then spins it around yeah. and puts it in his hand. In but after she, it, but it does a bunch of moves. It grabs the gun, flips it. And then like, does it hit them both. Yeah. Hits them both <laughs> and then drops it. And he's like, huh? <laughs> insanity. So like, fun. So she just sit when she's bored, yeah. practice using that thing. Cause it seems like she's pretty yes. good at it. Just, she's and then a we, doctor. And then we get a complete... She's a doctor of robot arm. Was this before or after Armageddon? Do you guys know? Did you guys look? I think it was after. Armageddon's oh, 98. This is a uh, straight okay. flip of the end of Armageddon for Ben Affleck. I can stay really? awake just to hear you breathing. <laughs> watch you the bass, Darren. Well, I wonder what you're dreaming. I don't even know what song Wondering if... <laughs> What? <laughs> Oh, it's Aerosmith. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Liv Taylor was in it. Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Tyler. (laughs) She in this? Don't want to watch that. Uh, But yeah, it's a straight up. You've never seen Armageddon? No, I've seen I've seen Armageddon, but years ago. And I did say I spoke tons of weed when I was. (laughs) Well, you remember (laughs) the end though. Don't use that as an excuse. I all uh, Bruce Willis blew up the asteroid. Yes, but before that happens, there's know. a scene where he's like, him and Matt, Ben Affleck are going down, and he's like, we're going to do this together, Harry. He's like, yeah, sure we are, kid. And then he like pulls off Ben Affleck's oh. stick and pushes him back into the okay. tube and is like, it's my turn now. And then Ben Affleck's just, no, oh, Harry, I love you, <laughs> That's- Harry, I love you. 
That's my third movie trope that it's, I love. It's so hard. It's like heartbreaking. And that was the one with, with her outside where he's like, we've got to get out yeah. of here. And, and then they, locks they the... flipped it yeah. on him. And, no, you come with me now. You promised you'd change your fate. Please, we don't have time. Now she's like, no, Jimmy or Mike or whatever your name is. Mike, yeah, right? That's Mike. Michael. <laughs> I couldn't the, think of this uh, and it was great because he, she did say, I love you. And he's like, you'll be fine. You'll find another guy who's probably better than me. Who remembers, <laughs> who remembers you? <laughs> Sorry, babe. And, uh, and then they bring her around the side. <laughs> <laughs> the catwalk, yeah. So he dodges a bullet, Nicolas Cage style. But pay off with the watch. Come on. Wait, that was okay. great. Okay, like, hold boop, on. Boop, 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 boop. What was the deal with the watch? I must have I must have been looking down when he like put it on or set it. No, or no, because the like, FBI was like, he's like, none of that stuff's mine. And they're like, oh yeah. And then the guy puts the watch on and it fits perfectly. He's, he's like, like, case closed. Oh, yes, yes, perfectly. yes, yes. That's right. I forgot I'm about the, the FBI. <laughs> I forgot about the tan line perfect fit shot. Was it oh okay, so there was a there tan, was a line, tan line okay. there, and he's like, mm, look at that. Because it seemed very you're like because that watches fit a lot of people. I didn't know <laughs> a tan line. There was a tan there line. There was a tan line. That's yeah. incredible. There was. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Like, yes, the attention to detail in this movie. There was fucking. Was there great. was pictures on walls when they were planning this movie. <laughs> oh, in, in the beginning, right at the start of the movie, when like the letters and words are flashing behind the opening credits, it's actually you, you can see the words of what he's got in his items. Oh, All really? Twenty items are written in there. That's in the trivia too, which and okay. I so when I threw it back on before you guys got here, I was like, oh shit, yeah, there's matchstick and there's hairspray, and I'm They're like doing it before you even know. They just get it planting in. the seeds. This movie just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this again in 20 years and see if it's improved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is where we see the white dove. It's an hour and 39 minutes and 45 seconds. He's up on the catwalk, and it's like, Whoa. well, this is the scene we've been building up oh. for because somebody's gonna walk out the store and kill him. Yes. But the white dove turns into Uma Thurman and two gunmen, five, four, yes. five gunmen. There's a bunch of them. And, and, and this, and this is after uh, Harvey Dent has he's strangled him, tried to kill him, all that kind of way, right? So this is the this is the last because yes. there's that lone FBI yeah, guy they, yeah, who's been following them. They get in a fist fight, him and uh, Dent. They fight a little bit because they have the Mexican standoff. Right. Sorry, I have to completely skip that. And I'm sorry. I, sorry, I stepped into <laughs> Terrence like, it was fine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, no. That's I was just trying to like place the uh, all the action and like we where also we missed were at the, that point. The coin to he used the coin to, to sabotage to the jam door. the door. That's that correct. That's, we yeah. also missed uh, Uma Thurman had some great ideas with the wrench that he took away from her. <laughs> yeah, you're dangerous with that, which thing. did not pay off. No. But it, it did. did. So he, did, he sort of. She's like, like huh, need it now. But, smashes but it, but the, it, it smashes the grate off. She smashes the grate open so they can go in. Oh, because they escape through go. the vents. Yeah. See, pay off. See, and it, everything does. <laughs> so yeah, he dodges a bullet. Eckert gets shot, and that's when the the bullet goes off all at the same time. His watches beeping. Yes. Go, go, go. They jump and grab catch, the curtains. Yeah, the weird plastic curtains. Giant shower, which curtains. we knew were there. <laughs> Why set up? Did we? I don't we remember, but oh, no, we're not probably. clocking curtains, but I imagine probably. they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hang there. This was a 44 second long explosion in this movie. Uh, I, watched, is I was like, this is taking forever. Yeah. forever. And then I rewound it and I was like, yep, 44 seconds. <laughs> 40, just everything just exploding. It was impressive. And they're hanging there and like he catches her and swings her over. How and do they escape the explosion? Because all those other guys get blown up, but where do they wind up at? They, so he grabs her, brings them over to the catwalk. He, was hanging above because I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't, I, when I watched the second time, I was like, oh, he's actually standing over a catwalk and there's nothing under her. 
So that was like a sweet uh, okay. catch at the end because I was laughing. I'm like, why, why are you guys hanging on? You're a foot <laughs> over what you're standing on. And I'm like, oh, shit, I see. She wasn't hanging over. She had nothing underneath her. And I think they just run. They just run. Uh, okay. They outrun the, the fire. He loses the watch. He takes the watch off, throws it. In no, the he, he, on the... he keeps that because like, after the explosion's all done, he's like, oh, he puts it on the table for the FBI guy. Right. And he's like, right, peace out. And then the bond cop guy gets killed. How great oh, was that? Oh, that, was, that, was... that was funny because he does watch himself and then... <gasps> yeah, oh, shit. He does the same thing. Oh. What was he looking for? Was he just like, I want to see my future? No, you just want to know. I'd look. Would you? I don't know if would I, you... I'd, I'd look. I totally would. You had that machine and you could tell your future and what was going to happen. And if I'm like, if I hit like 50 years old and my life's still like, it's all right. I totally want to see. Cause like, it's like, why not? You're halfway. I'd want to see and then wipe my memory if it was a horrible. (laughs) Well, no, if it was horrible, then you just think like, I have to do everything in my power to make it not that. But the question is, can you change? Can you change it? I was going to say, maybe that effort you put in right there after seeing it is what leads to the horrible ending. Oh, that's... Oh, God. So it's like, then you're then you're torn between this this the thought pattern of like, do I try to change it or do I just do nothing and make... It's inevitable. And you never know which choice is right. And you're... Yes, exactly. And your, mo- and your life turns into a John Woo movie. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite John Woo thing is the eyes in a party. The like when, they, the, what's when they meet when Uma Thurman comes out behind the heads of people and you, you see your eyes. It's pretty sweet. No. Okay. Or the, also the, the also the close up of the fake Uma's eyes, the fake Rachel's eyes when oh, she's wearing yes. the contacts. And, and his like, contact Shoo. slips. That's why he asked her the question. What's my favorite baseball team? Yeah. What's Boston my White Sox. Baseball team. Payoff. That's a payoff. It is. Yeah. It's incredible. This what is an incredible movie. Yeah, because she the jumps in. The script is incredible. The movie's okay. The script is incredible. Yes. Okay, I will give you that. Okay. That's what I mean, I think. It's a good, well-put-together puzzle. So beautiful, perfect, slow dissolve to the aftermath of the explosion. FBI agents are searching mm-hmm. through, and yeah, Buddy finds the watch, and he kind of has a... That was super cute. A little chuckle, and he looks yeah. at Buddy. He's like, look at this. Find the guy, nope. Yeah. They will totally protect <laughs> him, right? Because they realize their bo- the boss is a piece of shit, because the was... boss is like, Ice, Ice <clears throat> Mike... That boss, by the way, his voice did not suit what he looked like. It's like he's the commissioner or he's like the police chief. And he's like, Did you find anything over there yet, guys? Any sign of Jennings? Uh, no. Um, I'm afraid I didn't make it. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> like, it then, sounded so strange. <laughs> it really did. And he's not good at hiding. He's like, look, he's like, nothing? Yeah. We didn't find anything over here. Everybody's dead. He didn't make it. There's no body, but he didn't make it. He's looking, he's looking at the other guy at going. Dexter and... Oh, Just yeah. This was Michael C. Hall's uh, film debut because he was Dexter yeah. after this, but this was, this was his first movie. Mm. Not, not bad. Not bad for a first movie like that, Ben yeah. Affleck, Uma Thurman, John Woo. Like, the I black say, FBI guy. Do you know who that guy is? He is the guy from Terminator yeah. 2. <laughs> Dyson. Miles Dyson. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that, is that the death? That's is him, that yeah. his death scene? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hold this much longer. He's in uh, Suicide Squad as well, or he's in a uh, Snyder Cut. Just really, like, he's the dad of Cyborg. I was, so I was doing oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing that the previous night because I was like, <laughs> Kate was like, "What are you doing?" Like, Remember? Look. <laughs> she's a paper bag. Like, you okay? Terminator. Come on. Remember? T two. <laughs> So silly. 
<laughs> that's how I want to die. My finger on a on a, a like a yeah. quick release, like a release explosion button. Not oh, a press, but I release. Squeeze in the whole in the, time. In the hospital? <laughs> no, uh, in a, in after a, a police shootout. In a building full of broken glass and dead police officers. Or sorry, no dead police Protecting officers. the future. <laughs> I'll tell, tell your grandchildren to be like, I don't know when grandpa wants to do something here. <laughs> what a great choice. Anyway. <laughs> So fade, fade to black, fade up from black to a greenhouse. We were introduced oh, yeah. to those two, and uh, like, oh, they're smiling at each other. It's, everything's wrapped up in a neat little package. Paul Giamatti makes his first appearance in an hour again. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> disappeared. With the birds, and then it's like, oh, wait, there was one more clue. Yes. If you never look where you wait, if you always look where you wait, if, what is it? If, if you, you never always look where you always look. If you, never if you always it. look where you always look, you, you will find the end of the movie. The look, in the, below. look underneath the bird cage. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the back of the fortune cookie says. Look under the bird cage. So, how long since since the beginning of the movie until the end? The time frame is three years. Oh four to oh seven. No, but I mean, sorry, when he comes oh, out of it, one hour. Hang on, like no, I mean, no, like, in, like a day? in movie in movie time. Oh, a, maybe oh. the day. Oh. A day. I'm just wondering because birds shit a lot. That's what that, I was thinking yeah, yeah. too. That's very clean paper. So she hasn't been feeding them enough. I think. But but one of the things is, and I and I like that. That appeals to the like. I'm like, oh, that's great that you actually got the money because part of it, like him giving up the ninety million dollars, is ridiculous. So the idea that they get the money and they're going to be fine and they can live their dreams is great. But would it have been okay for them just to like? Work at Paul Giamatti's nursery. Yeah, that would have been. I, nice. I think he's I like, still going to. I like the ring ending better. Yeah, the alternate. So ending. The, that was the alter. Other than that one, was him it them was, walking along the street finding the ring and. Yeah, it was on the DVD. Yeah. I guess there's an alternate ending where they walk by and he's like, "Oh, it's in a pawn shop." Hold and on. Probably a that is a better ending. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I bet totally. you didn't test well. Because everybody's like, well, why did you give up the money? Yeah. I would have done it. That was money. me. I was there going, you 90 mil. What? I'm trying to escape here and not well, fucking fall in love. It's, it's really only 45 million, though. Let's face it, the stage is going to take yeah. half. He's like, Ugh. 33%. I'm like, 15 million 30. each, which is still good, but it's not going to be still 90 million. Mil. I think. Yeah. I'd be happy with 15 million. I'd be happy with a million. I'd be happy with an extra thousand right now. Oh, God. Tell me about it. Any money would be good. Yeah. And that was the end. I'll just take this mic stand. <laughs> Can I just have this? <laughs> no, that's my that? best mic. I give the guests the best mic stands. This thing sucks. I got to hang a. a oh, I have a counterweight. Do you want me to, I, <laughs> yeah. Next time I'll bring a mic stand. I have. Like, I have like, a mic like stand as well. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Yeah. I think, and I've got one of those bender. Things this I thing, I, it thing. doesn't actually, I don't mind it because it, once yeah. it's balanced, it's balanced. Then I can just adjust this. It's fine. That was good. Yeah. That was paycheck. That was good. It was a, it it was, was a good. I'm, I'm changing my rating. I'm making it even higher because just analyzing it even more and the points you made. Yeah, it is a well done, well orchestrated movie. It could have been, like you said earlier, could have been cast better. I think Ben, Aff- ben Affleck could have been swapped out for someone yeah, like Tom it, Cruise. Imagine if this was in the style of Minority Report. Set oh, yeah. 40 years mm. in the future at Tom Cruise. The set pieces are big. Instead of a motorcycle scene, it's like that. It's like a, a flying motorcycle yeah. scene. It, it could. I, I have a feeling Spielberg was like picking because Minority Report came out 2001 or two. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he was kind of picking between these scripts. Hmm. I wanted to do a fill a cape. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'll just. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> like, that sounded passive aggressive, but it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, you. No, no, go ahead. No, go it's on. fine. You got something to say, I guess, Darren. It's fine. <laughs> well, I will say it now. Here's the, the talking um, stick. 
I think, uh, and now I've forgotten what I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think, uh, oh, shit. Oh, no. We were talking about Spielberg. Oh, still smoking weed? Picking between. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just old now. There's somebody. I hope somebody's coming to pick you oh. up. Like you're not driving <laughs> home. I will say He's though, gonna crash into the grocery store. Spielberg and uh, <clears throat> picking between scripts, flying motorcycles. Oh no! I just think it needed a different director. Yeah, we're, that's talk, all. we're talking about casting. That's what, that was, that's right. <laughs> that's what you forgot. <laughs> that's I, that is what I forgot. I just thought like mm. because of that same thing you were talking about, Jeff, was just the aesthetic of it. I think just different director. So the script was fine, all those kinds of pieces, but just... The cinematography just, yeah. needed to be different. Yeah, totally. Well, I have a feeling, because it seems like Philip K. Dick movies are getting remade. They've already done Blade Runner. They've already done Total oh, Recall. Right. I would not be surprised at all if the next couple of years we see a Paycheck remake and it would be exactly what it pay needs sub. to be. Pay sub. <laughs> pay day. I think too pay many loans. Yeah. Maybe the problem with this movie is that the script is a little subdued and the fact that John Woo t- cranks it up, it kind of, it's not, it doesn't feel, the action and heat doesn't feel as earned. Mm-hmm. If it was more of a Hitchcockian style. And that's what he said. He slow was, burn. His quote was something along the lines of like, eh, yeah, I wanted to be more like Hitchcock, but it was nice to work with Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was a dream of his. Yeah. I really want to work with Ben Affleck. Uh, what'd you guys real rate this? Cause I'm changing mine. I gave it eight white doves out of uh, ten oh. ninja robot arms. Oh, that's good. I gave it uh, seven envelopes of useless shit out of <laughs> ten crystal balls. <laughs> I'm giving this twenty-eight setups out of twenty-eight payoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect score. It was good. I liked it. I really yeah. liked it. I will probably watch it again. It's a lot better than it because I watched this as a, I thought it was going to be worse. Because mm-hmm. I remember. Thinking it was kind of dumb as a kid, but then watching it with a bit more understanding of yeah, a bit yeah. more mature, mature mind of for a two thousand three movie, it holds up like it's yeah. still. It's most times you watch a two thousand three four movie, it's like oh, this is garbage. Maybe but they'll make one, it into a TV show. There's a lot of fucking slow mo though, which I find with a lot of the that's stuff, a John Woo trait. Is it okay? Because yeah. I just and I don't like the slow mo makes it feel dated now. Oh, I I can't, you have to watch Hard Target then. It's, oh, is it just all the whole yeah, movies in slow-mo? Any Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, it's primarily slow motion. Yeah. Any fight scenes are slow-mo, and there's like, if he's throwing one kick, it cuts nine times in that one kick. Oh, Actually, I'll, I'll show you guys a video after. I edited one of his fight scenes, but mm-hmm. I added more kicks. Oh, okay. There's a lot of kicks. I think it's called That's it. a trick, too, for action to, to get the impact more. You hit it once, and then you do another quick bam-bam. Like in action movies or when you're yeah. doing action? Well, both. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to go do some action outside? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I, I don't know. Um, plug your show. Tell everybody where oh. to find the Ill Informers. Oh, that's right. You guys uh, have stuff to plug now. It's on, it's on uh, YouTube. <laughs> you guys are terrible. <laughs> you can listen and watch the it's Ill just, Informers. It's just Chunk over here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't earn that. I didn't earn that. <laughs> The uh, come watch the Hill Informers. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can download it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, wherever you download podcasts. Yeah, there you go. That was great. That was perfect. So if you didn't like us here, you're definitely not going to like us there. Cool. <laughs> but if you don't like, if you don't like either, just put a dislike on there because YouTube likes that kind of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. As usual, thank you, thank you guys for coming out here. 
awesome. Subscribe, like to the like to the podcast, like this episode, subscribe to the podcast, put on notifications so you get new stuff every Sunday, new episodes every week. Guys, thank you so much for coming down again. That was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, we'll have that you was again great. Soon. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Take care, everybody. Real guy. Oh,